Blog Talk Radio. Who uh, 
may be going through it right now. Uh, Jesus said, I am, I am the uh, light, and he that believeth in me, even though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. I was sitting up here, man, thinking about something so heavy, I almost forgot the verse. But, um, but, but, but it, it's something. I think somebody who, somebody close. To, oh, I want to. I want to send out. Um, I want to send out uh, to my um, uh, wishes and prayers to um, a special friend of our uh, family. Uh, I'm not going to mention the name. I'm just going to just say a friend of the family whose uh, daughter is going through right now and we just want to um send our prayers uh with her and god knows who's uh on my heart with it so um we just we just going to keep praying about it and, and and prayer does a lot you know they said the uh prayers of the righteous avail of much so um we just want to keep her in our prayers uh, and if 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 i forgot anybody else you know and if you ever in the need of prayer just you know Send that shout out, and we and we will uh, we'll have Deacon uh, Deacon Satellite pray for you. Amen, amen. But anyway, man. Anyway, man. Um, did you get to check check out um, Monday Night Football? I did. I did. Oh man, did you see that, the boy Jamar Hamlin? Wow. Yeah. It that that was like you know. Let me ask you something. Does this t- change your perspective on football? Um, because to me, it's, it's it's a brutal sport. Everybody knows it's a brutal sport. Yeah, and a lot a lot of times people they question the reason why those guys get paid so much. And you you're risking your life and your health because you can you can get hit in the, in the back and be paralyzed. You can get hit in the chest, have a stroke or a heart attack. And and, and like I said, it, it it you know they try to make light of it, but over the years we've seen a lot of uh, uh, players come down with CTE, you know, which is is a brain uh, condition that you know after playing that and it's it's really and, and you know uh, um, what's his name Junior Seas. About a couple of years ago, he took his own life from it. It was a couple of uh, players that kind of like took their took their lives behind all that. You know, we got we had a lot. Uh, wait a minute, we got a lot that's just happening now. I'm sorry, everybody. We got a lot happening now with um with this with this CTE thing, man. And uh, it ain't no joke. It really ain't no joke. It make you think twice about you know, especially if I was a parent that that uh kid was into sports and that probably was playing football, I probably would be thinking twice about letting the kids get into that because that's something crucial. Uh, I don't know if you see, I see, I watched a recent interview with Calvin Johnson and his fingers all twisted up, mangled. Yeah, a lot of those ex-NFL players walking with canes, um, in wheelchairs, yeah. jacked up. Yeah, and Calvin made he, Calvin made a, a a joke out of. It. He said, "Man, he said, look at my fingers, man. I'm I'm sitting up here throwing gang signs and don't can't even <laughs> I ain't even doing it on purpose. Talk about how mangled his fingers is, and it's uh, you know. So it's it, I mean, 
It's look, look, look at your boy Bo, Bo Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 rough, man. And like and all these men know, man, it's aggression. And, and they, you know, and it's hard, probably hard to turn that out. They probably, you know, a form of PSD with with the game. You know, used to just brutalizing people and doing all that, man. But uh, this well, young man, I, is, I, I know you lucky you wouldn't allow to play sports as a child. You know, I ain't gonna say nothing <laughs> with you. I'm, I know. You, I'm talking about that. The, I, you got Hulu injuries, though, right? Yeah. You, I, I know. I know. Didn't you get that medal for the Special Olympics? Um, you, you know. So, um, but anyway, I, no, no, no. I, I remember you. You. Okay. Okay, man. You you play hoop at Menjo's. Yeah, that's that's right. God but, damn. <laughs> damn. What's Ninjos? You know what it is. I don't know what it is. But anyway, we're talking about places I've never visited before. Anyway, anyway, we ain't even been anybody to go there. But man, I just um, it's good that this young man woke up. You know, he he woke up, and the first thing he asked, "Did we win?" That's the first thing he asked, "Did we win the game?" But um, it's funny. It's just funny how things can. Just happened a twenty four year old man, and now he had a crossroad now in his career now where he might not be able to play that game. No he ain't at a crossroad; he's at a dead end. He said he had a, yeah, you're right. I, I don't even know what I was thinking, but but anyway, man, I I, I want to get into um, something today. That uh, our next topic for today, man. It, this was a. This is a trip, and it, it kind of um, brings you back to um, to to something that um, a time in history that we wasn't so uh, proud of, uh, Jim Crow and slavery and all that. And this kind of just amazes me um, of, about this particular story about um, uh, uh, the Bruce family. Uh, in Manhattan Beach, uh, about a hundred years ago, uh, they they are descendants of uh, Willa and Charles Bruce, and um, they um, some injustice happened to them a hundred years ago, in which land was taken from them, and now uh, that people are trying to make it right. For them, but we're gonna we, before we get into this story, um, we're gonna look at the video, and this thing kind of when you look at think about things like this, it kind of make you mad. But we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna look at this video, and we're gonna go back to it. Well, nearly six months after Bruce's Beach was deeded back to the descendants, the Bruce family is selling the beach back to L.A. County. It was once a thriving resort for black beachgoers along the Strand in Manhattan Beach, but in the mid-1920s, the city took the property from Willa and Charles Bruce by eminent domain. Last June, L.A. County gave the deed back to the Bruce family. Now the family has decided to sell it back to the county for $20 million. In a statement, L.A. County Supervisor Janice Hahn said she fought to return the beach because she wanted to right a wrong. She added the family feels this is right for them. This is finally rebuilding the generational wealth they were denied. I want to I want to uh, get into this right quick. Um, in case people don't know, you see the family um, 
had some land took from them by the government by eminent domain. And um, it was a story, you know, it said in 1912, two parcels of land was purchased by Charles and Willa Bruce, a black couple, two 33 by 100 square feet um, parcels in Manhattan Beach said at a time where there were no places for black people to go and have a nice time by the water that the Bruce Bruce family built a restaurant dance hall which became very popular and profitable for the Bruce family uh, white business owners and community uh, white community leaders became outraged and because of this Bruce Beach came under attack by the KKK and government officials. Uh, fires were set, patrons attacked, tires slashing, uh, the, the placing of five-minute parking signs so patrons would be ticketed and told to ensure that they would not return. When this didn't work, the city council used eminent domain, which is the government's lawful seizure of personal property at a so-called fair value without the consent of the owner. And this, this was this was crazy. He said Bruce Bruce Beach was seized and shut down with plans of putting a park in its place, but the land set for decades. The Bruce family went to court and not only lost the case, but their entire fortune, wiping out all the possible generational wealth. The Bruces died poor. A group of moms came together on the land in recent years to raise awareness of Juneteenth when they found out about the history of the land and decided to take action. The Bruce family descendants began to fight the same fight that happened 100 years ago, trying to get the land back and restitution for economic losses. The two plots which were purchased a century ago are now valued at twenty million dollars. Um, what what what? Should, see, this is this is what pisses me off now. Now there's a park that sits there now. It, it's it's a park that sits there right now, and they just recently deeded them the land back. So now the family wants to sell this land. They want to sell this land back, and they're supposed to get restitution. So, to me, um, I think the biggest mistake that could be made is divvying up that twenty. Because in this economy now, twenty million between it's all nothing. is nothing. So it's like, why not restore the legacy of what you know what I'm saying? Of what your whoever they were to them, great, 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 great granddaddy or whoever they they were to you, why, why not restore the legacy? Why not build back what was taken from you? Because it, it was uh, estimated that these, what they were making back then, you know how uh, Black Wall Street, when they were, uh, the families were, black families were, uh, thriving economically and stuff like that, and white business owners got jealous, and this was the same thing um, being done to that was done to them. And so, you have another chance to get this right because once once you divide twenty million and put amongst I don't know how many people in this family might be a large family, that money gonna be gone. 
Okay. Somebody just on the upkeeping of the land, that money will be gone. So, so would you would you sell it? For way more than twenty million dollars. And and, this, and that's that's the thing for with me, is that they only valued it at twenty million for the both both of those parcels. Now something ain't those no side right to be. They, you know, they think all we want to go get is a Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got enough money for a Cadillac? We can give them whatever. See, and, and, and this is my problem right here with a, with a lot of things, because, uh, and, and I know it's not all uh, white people, but it, it's the ones that are in power that pull these strings. They're like they're sort of like that bully that smacks you up and smacks you in your head and say. Oops, I'm I'm sorry. I ain't mean to do that. Then they see you again and do it again and keep apologizing. Stop apologizing and make it right. Make things right. This is what angers me about um, Obama when he was in office. This this is what angers me and much. And people said it was only so much he could do. Oh, like, well, you he could have got with business black business leaders and and other things. I'm not saying that he might not have did that, but. And secret, you know, something could have been done to, you know, because they've been talking reparations for for blacks over and over and over. We've been hearing this talk, and all while this thing is happening, they addressing other little issues around, you know, that's going around black people. You know what um, would be a great reparation um, plan for us? Go back to school? No, not to pay taxes for five years. How about that? How about for five years you can get your entire check? You can get you can get what you work for for five years because most of my check go towards taxes. Right, right. Or better yet, that that in 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 free free school, free college. But they'll they'll find a way to get that money back from us, like they do now. We have um. You know what is it? Um, um, what's that grant that you get? The Pell. The Pell grant. Taking that money back. Anyway, how about let us go to school? I mean, let us get our entire check right. for five years. Right. So, so what? So, what if you would? Would you had sat it with the family? Would you had took sell the land back to them? You would have said hell no. Because if you look at it, because that was a uh, Willie and Charles Charles uh, Bruce, they built a black resort. That was a black resort they built on there. But twenty million dollars—that's a joke. Yeah, in today's market value, yeah, that's a, that is a joke. That, that, that's that's definitely a joke. So it's it's like that's what that's what I guess to a degree kind of like piss you off because you. You think we stupid, you know what I'm saying? But we keep falling for that, for that thing. You got a chance to do it all over again. You got a chance to, to build. Now, now, now let's say this, which is which is just dreaming. If per se, let's say reparations came, and 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 I know this is just dreaming, but I'm just putting it out there. Just say if. Each black family got twenty million dollars. What would you do? Yeah, right. I, I'm just my, my brain can't even 
Okay. Family. Okay. Each family got two million. I, I couldn't even imagine each family getting two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm just saying, just 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 say just say uh five hundred thousand. Look, we got the PPP loans and they went back um taking stuff from people and putting people in jail for that. Right, right, right. And it was it, it was corporations getting millions of dollars back. You know what I'm saying? Nothing happened to them. Right. But they they going after people that had twenty and thirty thousand dollars. Come on now. Right, right. But anyway, man, we um if anybody wanna comment on any of this, that number is Six four six five six four ninety seven twenty eight. Press that one if you want to comment. What would you have done? Do you side with this family as far as um, uh, taking, uh, letting them buy the land back at twenty million dollars, which which it can't be right. I don't think that that's that's right at all, especially when this family. If they would have kept that, uh, left them alone, they probably would have been multi-millionaires by now. That family. So, um, but anyway, man, I, I just I, that's just a, a thought on my mind. But anyway, I want to get um, to this other story that's been kind of um, uh, going around about your girl Gabrielle Union, man. Um, I she she made headlines today. Uh, talking about her uh, former husband and so she made the comment that she felt entitled to cheat because she paid all the bills and uh, we got a little clip of um, the, the, that comment she made and we're going to talk about it it was just dysfunctional from day one yeah Gabrielle Union gets candid about her first marriage to NFL player Chris Howard the actress opens up on an episode of the armchair expert with Dax Shepard podcast revealing the relationship was riddled with infidelity. That first go-round, you know, I definitely was not getting Wife of the Year awards. Okay, good. I had some focus issues. Sure, 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 sure. In our first marriage, neither one of us felt like the marriage should get in the way of our dating. And so keeping up with his activities, and yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that's what you're doing? Oh, you're going to feel this one. Right. And okay, yeah. okay. I just felt entitled to it as well. I was paying all the bills. I was working my ass off and it was just dysfunctional from day one. Yeah. As for Chris, the former Jacksonville Jaguars player has no ill will towards his ex-wife. Um, I, I, I want to get I want to get to this, and I'm gonna make my comment. Um, Gabrielle Union, very I'm gonna first say this, very beautiful black woman, but she's ugly in the same sense because she's. She wants to be an alpha female, and you could tell by uh, the man that she chose. Dwayne Wade is a beta male. I don't care what nobody say. He's a beta male. Any dude wearing capri pants and all that kind of stuff, and then uh, to allow your young son to make that decision that he made. And, sir, what is a beta male? Beta male is a male B. I just, I just, I, I, I just gotta. I'm sorry, but I had to put it out like that. That's that's what it is. A weak, a timid, docile, a weak, 
docile male that that just and and, and it, it just to me she Gabrielle Union is one of those dangerous black females that you that an alpha male would not be able to you know will get in trouble dealing with let me say because you would an alpha male will you know will literally either uh flee her or as hell or jail because you will smack the mess out of gabrielle union you a smacker you will you will, you would end up putting your hands on Gabrielle. No, you wouldn't. I just get away from you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. What what I gotta beat her for? So all I gotta do is flight, get away. Flight or fight. That's what I'm saying. You gotta get away from her because she, like how she talks. See every every like like I said, and I think Dwayne Wade uh, knows this. The way she you know she came at, at Bootsy about what he said. He in in. You know, he was being proper. He wasn't saying nothing disrespectful. He just, he was being proper with it. He could have, he could have went all out of his way and said something, but, but for her to say what she said, you don't know, your husband runs across a lot of people and you don't know who your mouth, you putting your mouth on will get your husband in trouble. And that's what she don't understand what it is to, to, you know, do that, you know, but she, she reckless with her mouth, and I just I, I can't stand. That's what makes her ugly. Even so, do you think Gabrielle Union represents a lot of black women? I think I think she gives face to a lot lot of black women. I think she gives face. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what she says gives credence to to the uh, black girl magic. <laughs> black, yeah, you know. Like they say, he did it. I'm gonna do it too. But guess what? Though we can't come home pregnant and blame the baby on somebody else. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. If you did what I did, everybody would be on the Murray Show. <laughs> right. It, it, so. So I, stop trying to be like a man. It, 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 that, Not saying what a man when he's doing wrong is right. Right. But come on, somebody gotta have some sense in the relationships. Right. And nine times out of 10, it's the woman right. with more sense. So I ain't trying to say we fools or we stupid, but usually right. a, a woman usually make better decisions than we yeah, make. Because yeah. we kind of, me and we could be hot-headed. We could be hot-headed with certain things. Because my, my wife has to calm me down with a lot of things when, when I get mad at certain, certain things. So she has to calm me down. And sometimes she got to rub my stomach and make me purr. <laughs> but, but, no, but, but the, a dangerous woman is a mouthy woman. And she, Ain't that what you said you hate? A mouthy woman? Ah, uh, I can't stand it. Ah, uh, it's, it's terrible. And you, you know, you don't ran into some mouthy women. Women that didn't. No, I haven't. You know, you know why? You left, you left them alone. That's right. You talk too much, I gotta leave you alone. <laughs> I don't believe in going back and forth with nobody. You know, sometimes you gotta leave them, leave them to themselves so they can find somebody that they can talk all that crazy stuff to. And, and, and I just want to put this out here. Um, you got any comment on that? Do you think that uh, that she was right? Because she, uh, I know he was cheating. That, I mean, that 
that whole relationship was wrong right there in a nutshell because he was doing his thing, so I don't too much blame blame her right there, but two wrongs don't make a right. All she had to do was leave him, you know, leave him and go go with there. So uh, both of them was doing wrong, but this just the fact that she, you know, you a married woman now. You're supposed to give different type of context about that, but, you know, but but like it like you said, man, I, I just don't – her head is all screwed on wrong to me. And it's just like that that within itself just ruins the value of you to me when you just you you just reckless with your mouth. You can look at it let it, it tell that that she just she thinks she, you know, just said anything she wanna say. You you I I man but anyway, man, I, I, I don't wanna stay on this too long because it's making me angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, man, we want to go to our our main topic uh, for the day, and this was this is a pretty good one, um, and it still it ties ties in a little bit to relationships. But the, top, the our topic for today is who takes the biggest loss in a bad relationship, men or women? Um, I, I my my um, point. I, my point of view personally all the time i'm gonna be definitely biased and i wish that um that someone uh mainly of the opposite success sex would call this show um that number is six four six five six four ninety seven twenty eight make sure you press that one because um my point of view always is gonna be from a man's point of view because you know um I I just think this is when it comes to relationships and and breakups and getting the getting the wrong end of the stick. The man is always gonna get it. Uh, I th- I, th- I just think like James Brown said, this is a uh, this is woman's world. You know, this is a woman's world. No, he said this is man, a man's, man's world. world. Man's but world. it would be nothing without a woman's touch. Ah, but, but, without a woman. But 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 I switch it around and put this is a woman's world. Women make this world go round. They 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 you know it's just a whole movement now is is so different for for them. And this is why a lot of it started with what women's lib started with women's lib, and then it just uh, spread it on our Me Too movements. They they get so many movements going on. Uh, but women get things done. I give it. I give it that. You know what? When they uh, the mothers are junk driving and things like that. Even in the first story that we, even the first story that we uh, did, it was a group of moms, man, that put that together to help the Bruce uh, the Bruce family get theirs done. When women come together and speak, man, they get things done. And you see. This women are are a major part of this cancel culture now. You know they the ones that that put things into effect now. Um, where they were once ignored, um, people now are forced to listen. Uh, now, when women uh, put their minds together, they're more organized than we are. And I say that about my because my wife is very well organized more than me, and and it's just now you know. Um, that's why I say now that if we select the wrong mate, 
If mm. males select the wrong mate, these women, man, will almost put you six feet deep. You hear me? They will picture six feet deep. What you think? Um, I used to have a um, black goatee. <laughs> and the wrong mate made me get a white. <laughs> so, so you, but I know things are changing. A lot of women, they go, let, let, and, and from the, this perspective, and I'm gonna put this out one more time that any ladies that may be watching and want to call the show, that number is six four six five six four ninety seven. 28 press that one uh if you want to comment now now let's look from a little bit of what you hear most women say um they have kids and they have kids wow kids and they they deal with with what uh deadbeat daddies uh the the deadbeat leaving them to raise the kids by themselves but I, I know a couple of men who were were going through the same thing that were that was like uh, forced to raise their kids by by the but but the public makes it seem like in the public eye when I say the public eye I mean TV and movies make it seems like the black man don't like to take care of his kids right right and right. that's what women feed. believe. Yeah, yeah. They feed into that bull yeah. crap. Yeah. And you know, like I know, most of the guys I know take care of their kids. Yeah, you one of them. You, right. you were one of them. That, they, they can speak to that. And it's like, it, but I, I just think all the time, it's like, I wish somebody from a, like from our perspective too, that can, that really, really went through the situation of, um, uh, dealing in a bad situation and they lost a lot of a lot of things, you know. And and I kind of like I, I kind of hate to say, you know, bad relationships all the time because sometimes people just don't work. You you sometimes people just don't work. Two people don't but, work. But it's all about when you know it's not going to work. Just to get away, get out the situation. Right. Because you can get money back. Right. But you can't get time back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that most people are upset about, how much time they wasted being with the wrong person. Right. And you, you knew a long time ago that was the wrong person. Right, right. Let me, let me, let me ask, do you think men take more losses? It depends. When it comes to the kids, I think they do. Because you get put out of the house or you and that woman don't get along. The, the, the guy still got to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. You take, I'm talking about if you lose your job or not. And if, if you're a black male, you know how easy it is to lose your job. Mm-hmm. But just just because you lost your job won't make your uh, child support go go down. They might stop the child support, but that might take a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and during that that time process, 
you're still racking up an extra bill. Right. You're already poor and struggling. Right. And now when you finally do get a job, they're taking most of your check for back child support. And, and it's it's a lot of things to a a woman's uh you know aid that they can weaponize against men. They can women, women have a lot of things that they can weaponize against us. The kids, child support. Yep, yep. Oh man, the police. I, the police. Oh. I never had to deal with any any of that. I was never on child support. Um, I was never denied my child, mm-hmm. but it was other little things that kind of made me mad and bitter mm-hmm. that woman did do. Mm-hmm. And what can I do? Right. When they have the child, it's nothing, nothing. They use that child as a weapon. Yeah. They might as well pull, pull back on that trigger and blow your brains out with it. And and it, and it's and it's all fairness. And let me just say this. Let me put it in this way because a lot of people look back and they say there is there is no way that uh, a father should stay away from his kids and things like that. And and we we look at it especially if you are if you are a man that let's say maybe you're not a six-figure dude. Maybe you, you know, I want to give, like, maybe you're not making good money, but you're working enough to just really make make certain ends meet. And you run into, you get into a bad relationship and just say you run, uh, y'all break up, y'all have two kids, and and just say she don't want to be with you no more. You She just left you, and then... All of a sudden, here it is. You got two kids, and she running down the friends of the court, doing all that. And just say y'all were married. Then she divorced you. Now you got what? Uh, alimony. You got what? Child support. You got all this stuff working against you. And and then she's giving you a hard time. On top of that, when you trying to come see your kids. So, um, what are you talking about? Most black dudes don't marry nobody. You just got child support. (laughs) How many of your boys that came up to you and said, man, I got this alimony payment, man? Okay, well, let's just go with that scenario. (laughs) Okay, we got child support, just period. Okay. And and black men do get married, man. I know they they do. I'm just talking about myself. <laughs> but we just gonna go. We just gonna go there. I'm gonna go there with, with with just child support alone. And then, but every time he goes see his kid, he in a volatile situation, and he don't have money to to go file for joint custody and stuff to make sure this thing is right because that can eat run eat. Because believe me, I was in that that state before where. It could cost you r- r- roughly up to ten grand. Uh, it's probably higher than that now, fifteen to some grand to try to get this thing done. And you don't have that type of money just sitting right off to to handle that type of type of situation. But that goes back to um, 
having um, unprotected raw sex with anybody. Don't do it. But what if it was your wife? I'm talking about how many cases of that of that has it been? I don't know too many guys say, oh man, my ex-wife is my baby mama. Hey, I know a guy. You know you know a guy, but I bet you know a gang of baby mama stories, <laughs> don't you? Oh yeah. I know I know a couple of wives that became baby mamas. No, nah, I'm talking about the ones that never <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna leave it alone. Man. I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. You trying to? You don't want? You don't want women's lead to get on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I'm just trying to, you know, be fair. Yeah. You know, everything is not a woman's part, but a lot of stuff ain't our part. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying this: we're the last person to get hired, the first person to get fired. Shouts, I don't know if you ever dealt with the friends of the court before. Oh, man. But you, but you go down there, they disrespect you like you're nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I've I, I seen it firsthand. That, I, don't, I don't even want to see the Penobscot building ever, ever, ever again in my life. Well, I know I won't. I'm 50. I'm married. And my wife ain't going nowhere, but Boy, I do not want to see that building again in my life. She might be pregnant now. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) If she she pregnant right now, we should be on Bori right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You are not. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, but... but, but You You should know your soldiers don't work no more. You know a lot about another man's soldiers. <laughs> I'm just going off of what you no, just no, said. No, no, man. You'll be on Murray? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, you must know something that we all don't know about your soldiers. You know? No, I know something. They just come out dead, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> They got old we'll senior citizens in them. They'd be like, I just can't make it. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, man. You out cold, Golden. But, but you, you know any uh, stories of uh, people that were, that lost, lost real bad? Baby mama stories or marriage stories? Either or. Oh, I, I got a gang of um, baby mama stories. I don't have. I don't. I don't have a lot of uh, marriage stories. Okay. Because of my age. You said. No, you know when we was growing up, um, marriage wasn't being promoted. Mm-hmm. It was all about how to be a player, um, how to roll down the street. Uh, sipping, I mean, smoking and those sipping on gin and juice and getting all the women's. And... So, it, it it was a, I had a a very close uh, friend who was who was married. Okay. And he um, 
seemed to have had a very good good marriage and he had a he was he was a hustler and like he he knew how to hustle and get that money not illegally but he knew how to get he knew how to get that money he he the first one to kind of like like show me I was going to work every day and this man was was just just hustling and made more than me going to work and just hustling. oh you talking about when you worked at McDonald's on yeah, hustling. I ain't worked at McDonald's since I was 13. Oh, I thought you were talking about like when you were 35 and you worked at McDonald's. When you were 35 working at Menjo's right now. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, this guy, he, his, 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 both of them were kind of like a little bit doing a thing entrepreneur-wise. Like she, she had a, he, he made her a salon in the basement and like, bought her all this equipment and stuff to do hair and stuff and all that. And she made good money, had clientele everywhere. And he ended up, he used to do studio time. He had big studio and stuff in the basement and all that stuff. And she had her little side and all that. And they made good, good money. So they had their first kid. Everything was straight. Second kid came out, both of them were dark. This baby came out real light. And he began questioning. And then he began, he was like, man, I'm telling you something ain't right. So he got suspicious. And he he kind of swabbed his daughter, bought a little kit, swabbed it, sent it off, found out the baby wasn't his. Came back, confronted his wife. By this time, they had been married about 15 years, but yeah, about 15, 20. Uh, and he told her, hey, I want a divorce. It's over. I can't, you know, you cheated on me, blah, blah, blah. She pleaded, pleaded with him. He was like, oh, hell no, blah, blah, blah. So then what used to be a loving uh, home turned into hell. Because she started, because he didn't want to be with her, she started doing scurvy things. So he was trying to, you know, they was trying to prepare for the separation and stuff. So when he was going out, still hustling, getting his money, she was selling off his equipment, his studio equipment. And so he happened to come home and catch her selling his his uh, monitors to the studio, selling monitors, got guys rolling up buying his monitors and stuff like that. She started, she really got out cold on him. And so, um, but he ended up, he took a hell of a loss. He had to, he had to reset. That's more the thing with us. We got to, we got to really restart. Oh I, oh, I was waiting for the point where you got, you was about to say he got on child support or pay alimony. Well, he, well, he, wait a minute, he did. He had to he had he had to pay he had to pay alimony, he had to pay child he had to pay child support, and that's why I said he had to restart. So he ended up what he did was he ended up he got hired at Chrysler, and he ended up um, moving to um, they relocated him to Ohio at first, and then they moved him to Atlanta. They moved into it. They moved down there to Atlanta, and uh, for some weird reason, 
you know, Wayne County friends of the court messed his um, child support payment up. And they put a, fr- a, a, a hold on his bank account while he was in Atlanta where he couldn't do nothing, couldn't pay no rent, couldn't do nothing. He had to come back down here and get that straight. He had to sell some equipment to get down here to take care of the best that friends of the court, Wayne County friends of the court did. And tell me how messed up that is. You know, you had to you had to sell some stuff that you see, and that's the thing with us. Nine times out of ten, we are the ones that gotta start all back over. We gotta we gotta do everything. We gotta rebuild ourselves. We gotta remake ourselves. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know any stories like that? Um, I don't know. I probably just don't feel sorry for anybody. I was like, so what? That's what you get. You had her when you know the whole hood had her. So why are you gonna act surprised? But what if you didn't know? He knew something. Cause that's why he's looking at that baby like that. <laughs> you can't tell me that that's the first time he thought some stuff like that. Come on now. Come on, man. I'm talking about when have you ever had a woman that you just didn't think that was a whore bag? And she turned out doing some whore baggish stuff. Just out of the blue. Have that ever happened to you before? Have you ever been surprised about what a cheater did to you before? She never did anything like that before. But why you want to kill when she says no more? <laughs> for us to be dumped by. <laughs> hey, I just, I, I'm just, you know what? You, but you, you, but look, all I'm trying to say is, I don't feel sorry for dudes that have a whore, a whore chick, because you knew how she was already. Nine times out of ten, you knew. Yeah, there's some cases like it came out the blue. Like I didn't even know she was like that. But a lot of times it's right in your face. I never have had a woman just do something. I was just so shocked and surprised. Like, I didn't even know she was like that. Have you ever had a time when you just say sometimes you overreact because you you expect, you know, maybe she wasn't doing something, but you like, man, this going too well. You know, this never never overreacted before. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot your case. <laughs> in case of of two year old Marvin satellite, you are not the father. So it's, yeah, I, I, I'm saying I have never been surprised or shocked because I knew what I was getting myself into, and not might have been all I wanted at that situation. Mm. I wasn't looking for a sweet, honest woman that I can trust. Mm. I, maybe I wanted a woman that uh, she didn't question me about what I was doing because she was doing what she was doing. Mm. So, so you. And those are the people that we choose to be in a relationship with. The, the women that don't question us or ask us uh, what we're doing or uh, where we at. You come in at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning or maybe you won't even come home at all. And the next morning, she won't say nothing to you. She ain't flying over here today. 
They ain't flying over here at all. You know, and you had to think, and we didn't even think about that. Why doesn't this woman, why doesn't this woman care that I come in at that time of day? Right. That's how you should be thinking. Yeah. Like, like we think, we think we, we doing something. No, we got to, we got under control. And she, and why you out there, why you out there doing what you was doing? She up there calling. What's that song? Who's making love to my old lady? Why are you out making love? That Cleotis. <laughs> she called Cleotis. Man. I'm telling you. I ain't never got away with nothing. Ever. <laughs> ever. Ever, 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 ever. Yeah, we, we, we didn't we didn't think too too wisely. But I, I know Cat Seston got got away with murder. But I've never been one of them cats. I'm saying if I cheat on the chick, she always cheat right back. Like damn. <laughs> so she gave it gave it to you right back, huh? Yeah. These you know, I had enough respect to have. <laughs> you would never know, you know? <laughs> Dang. Dang. Did you cry? Just a little bit. Damn. I was like, My little man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's dirty, dirty, dirty. Did I cry before? I think I cried before once. Dirty game out here. Dirty, dirty game, man. I'm telling you, it, it, it is. It, it. Like how could she do me the way I did her a whole bunch of times? Right. <gasps> oh man, it's life just ain't fair. Definitely, definitely a, a a dirty game, man. You just can't. Can't really, especially if you're doing doing dirt. But nine times out of ten, though, would would you say now you were you were yeah? Of course. Because experience, because experience. Yeah, I'm almost fifty years old. Yeah. I have to be retarded to be doing the same stuff I did when I was in my twenties <laughs> or thirties. Retarded. Retarded. Yeah. Hey, hey, man! I thought you were. Uh, you loved it, her. Huh? huh? What are you talking about? Don't you love it, her man? You supposed to see? See? Do you? Did you? Did you take a lot of things that happened to you as karma? I did before, but I don't now. Maybe, maybe you got to go through a lot of karma to get to your right one. I went through. A, I went through my karma. Enough karma. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. I got five hysterectomies in the world. That ain't that ain't too much that ain't too much of a karma. It ain't? You ain't get you ain't get, you ain't get your so dried up smelly case. <laughs> listen. Oh no. Listen, you ain't get your karma until you sitting in your living room in the dark crying in the in the swivel chair. Oh, I did that too. No, you didn't. They gonna tell me what I did. <laughs> What, what, what was your what was your song? What was your song you were singing? I ain't had no song. I, my inner thoughts was enough song for me. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did, did you do the? Did you did you do that one? I did what you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That 
life been over for me almost 20 years now. Almost 20 years? Uh, but you're 60 years old. That's only 40 years ago. <laughs> I, would, I would give it to you. I definitely would give it to you. you know? But, you know, I don't know, man. But I, I you leave today with a prize. <laughs> DMX Christmas album, man. I'm giving it Oh, no. <laughs> Talk about my man. He did, man. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Mm. But, 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 you know, it, but it's all good, man. You, you, you definitely, there's definitely someone out there for you. And I, I definitely know somebody for you, man. I know. Oh, well, I just, come on. You sw- switching uh, topics up. Why are you talking about me? <laughs> Oh, man. I got somebody for you. Stop. I got somebody that ain't gonna want to take you to the bank, man. Well, they don't go to the bank and be upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shit funds. Do, do, do you do you believe that? Let, it's still tied to the relationship. Do you believe that stuff that uh, that that Gabrielle said? You know, Union said. I want about feeling entitled. I'm, I'm saying if that was the case, men would cheat all the time. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but I know I have a couple of times. I've been in that situation where, you know, I made all the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt. Like, um, I'm making all the money. I can do what I want to do. Because guys that's making money ain't different. When you poor and broke, you kind of do whatever she tells you to do. Mm. Put some money in your pocket. Mm. Man, you ain't listen to nothing nobody tell you. Bag it up, it didn't get money. <laughs> oh, my God. This dude's quoting movies. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, that's your man. That's your man. But anyway. Pick- Pick up a book, all right? Hey, man, shoot. I do, I do the Bible. <laughs> I read that all. I read that stay faithfully. Why don't you try? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you would be doing so much sitting. Huh? But anyway. 60 seconds to go. Anyway, we want to thank everybody. Give me that preacher one. Everybody. For tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Um. Once again, uh, like I said before, if you happen to get into a relationship, make sure it's with somebody that's not giving you red flags. Uh, pay attention to the red flags. Uh, be careful who you date. And most importantly, man, get to know their background. You know, uh, nine times out of ten, I ain't going to say there's always an anomaly uh, with with women, but uh, – if their mother is kind of rotten, then they going to be rotten, but there's always an anomaly. But make sure you know how she was raised and, and her uh, moral code. Because if you if she happened to break up with you, y'all break up, you will take a big loss. And with that being said, check it out. We up out of here. Peace. And we up out. Amen. <laughs>